It's Friday, November 6th, and you're listening to Uprise Radio. Welcome. This is Perry. I'll be hosting the show myself tonight as Tyler is attending a men's prayer meeting. Tonight, I just want to talk to you about a number of interesting things like a Muslim guy with a very interesting manifesto slash to-do list, an interesting uh, policy that the Mormon church has put out there and why it's not as good of a thing as you might think it would be. Um, also, want to talk about a, a really weird new species of, of dog, coyote, wolf, literally, that they're finding in the Northeast. Also, want to talk about uh, Senator Rand Paul. He did something kind of uh, unexpected. So, we'll be talking about all of that right now. So the Mormons have come out and officially stated a position they claim to have held for quite a while. Um, They're officially saying that people who are in a homosexual marriage relationship are to be considered apostate by the Mormons. Interestingly, they also say, and I quote, office holders remain free to draw upon their personal beliefs and motivations and advocate their positions in the public square. But when acting as public officials, they are not free to apply personal convictions, religious or other, in place of the defined responsibilities of their public offices. All government officers should exercise their civil authority according to the principles and within the limits of civil government. So the Mormons are officially um, drawing that sacred secular dichotomy line there where... um, in, in your personal life, here's what the Mormon church expects, that you uh, view homosexual marriage as apostate. Although, if you are in a governmental capacity, you need to follow the law of the land, and uh, your, your religious beliefs don't apply there. Very interesting. It's an inconsistency that true Christianity does not or should not have. Some are confused on that point. Um you are not a different person when you're in different capacities. We need to have a, a unifying or a unified theology no matter where we happen to be and what capacity we happen to be operating. And uh, there's a lot to be said about that from, a, from an actual Christian biblical standpoint. So you can see there's this hint of confusion that's pretty common with, with Mormonism. It's really interesting to me also that once again, we see the Mormon church stepping up to the plate in an official capacity um, and, and really giving what is what we would also consider to be a moral statement. Um, of course, with the exception of the sacred secular dichotomy that they include in that statement. But the statement that homosexual marriage is an apostate behavior, we would agree with. Um, but a lot of a lot of uh, denominations in true Christianity, which 
you know, kind of comes into question a bit at this point. A lot of them have started to capitulate to this agenda, um, letting, you know, people who are not biblically qualified into pastoral roles, which frankly they've been doing for a while with women as pastors, um, and, and letting members who are living ungodly lifestyles, letting them be or, uh, you know, encouraging or putting their blessing on, on a marriage between them is, is completely inappropriate and completely against scripture. And of course they do all the theological shenanigans to try to get around it and call everybody else intolerant. But so we have, we have what used to be faithful Christian denominations are now capitulating to the, the homosexual thing. And you have the Mormons holding the moral high ground to some extent on that issue. It smacks a bit of the Pharisees. Um, they could they could tell you the list of this is bad, this is bad. We condemn all these things, um, and at the same time, they had no clue who Jesus Christ was. They did not have the correct definition of Jesus Christ, and he had some choice words for them about their hypocrisy there. And I think that's very ap- applicable to understanding what's going on with the Mormon Church. They may be right about this being an apostate behavior. But they don't have a correct view of who Jesus Christ is. So they're just as lost as anyone else. Anyone can say a true statement. And not everyone has true salvation. Another interesting story, um, similarly on long religious lines, is um, there was a crazy knife-wielding guy. Caused some trouble. Um, And, of course, the police took a long time to release his name. I think it's name, I'm not brushed up on my pronunciation of these names, but I think it's Faisal Mohammed, something like that. Anyway, um, he, <laughs> he apparently had a bad memory like myself. He had to write himself a step-by-step list of what he was planning to do, literally. There's like more than 20, maybe more than 30 points on his list that they found in his pocket. Step by step, do this, then do that, then get this out of your backpack, then, you know, all of this. Well, in his list were references, you know, like point number 28 or whatever, praise Allah. So the sheriff stressed, this is a quote, there's still nothing to indicate his Muslim religion had anything to do with his motive. Then the guy went on to say, um, and to compare the references made to Allah to a Christian making references to Jesus before carrying out a life-changing decision. And when I read that, I thought, oh my goodness. First of all, that's insulting, comparing someone who's out to hurt people and saying praise Allah as part of their step-by-step plan. Comparing that to a Christian saying, I'm going to go into the mission field or I'm going to move here because God's called me or I'm going to, you know, do this for someone because I'm, I'm praising God. It's entirely different. It's very insulting to compare it to that. Plus, I don't know which way they're trying to go with this, but I could see it being like, you know, positioning it as, oh, he's not really that bad. His religion's a lot like your religion. See? Or going the other way, wow, this guy just hurt people. 
oh, look, he said something that we're trying to compare to something Christians say. Maybe Christians are bad. <gasps> it could go either way. And either way, I don't like it. I'm guessing you don't either. So that's one to keep an eye on. Another interesting story, as I mentioned, coming out of the Northeast, they have discovered a new dog, coyote, wolf thing. They're calling it the koi wolf, like coyote wolf. It's a hybrid between coyotes, wolves, obviously, and a little bit of dog mixed in. I guess domesticated dog, whatever. Um, it's apparently a kind of a new super beast thing. Um, apparently it can hunt in areas that coyotes usually prefer to hunt in and also areas that wolves usually prefer to hunt in. As well as, probably because of some of the dogs thrown in there, it's pretty smart when it comes to being in the city, too. Um, its howl is a hybrid of mix, uh, mix of wolf and coyote. And when it's in the city, they've even observed it look both ways before crossing a road. That's how, like, smart this thing is. It's really fascinating. It's a weird-looking animal. If you have a chance, you should, you should Google it and look at some pictures. It literally looks like... Someone photoshopped a wolf and a coyote together. It's it's really, really interesting. And, and I'm just really glad I don't live in the Northeast right now because that just sounds a little intimidating. And plus, they don't really let you have a lot of firearms in a lot of those states up there. So, yeah. Not a good combination. Interesting news. Um, <laughs> Rand Paul, who's uh, running for the Republican nomination... He crashed an event today. He showed up at the South Carolina Democratic Forum. His spokesman said, Senator Paul will happily take his message of liberty and opportunity to every corner of this land. It was only right that the voters of South Carolina hear from someone who's not a socialist or corrupted, which I'm sure was another way of saying Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. So... Anyway, he apparently showed up and people weren't expecting him. So that was kind of a shocker. There's all sorts of pictures and people tweeting about it. And I think he might have been trending on Facebook at one point. I'm not sure. Anyway, he apparently scored some interviews. Um, talked about why he was there. He called called Hillary Clinton a neocon. So I don't know. He he apparently just had a, had a hankering to go hang out with some Democrats, which, you know, frankly... I think that's kind of cool because honestly, those people are also genuinely concerned for our country. A lot of them, and I think, I think sometimes they just, they just don't quite have the same idea about how to go about taking care of the country. And so, even if he he couldn't change anybody's mind for, for real, at least I'm sure he gave them stuff to think about things to kind of bridge the gap a little bit. Cause there's this huge us versus them mentality. And I really think that, um, if he was able to at least have interesting conversations with people, say some stuff, say some truth, um, it's probably a good thing. Maybe some people went home tonight and were, were thinking and, and wondering, Hmm, maybe this guy's not a complete kook like the mainstream media wants us to think. So I thought that was a neat thing for him to do. Um, we're interested to hear what your thoughts are on the presidential uh, nomination stuff. Like we posted earlier on Twitter at Uprise Radio, um, we we asked 
you know, what do you think about when you're trying to decide who to vote for? What are you, what are you looking for? Are you looking for uh, one particular issue or a couple particular issues? Are you paying attention to polls mostly? Do you mostly observe their debate performance? Are you, um, you know, looking for someone who's good looking? I don't know. There's a million different ways to actually narrow it down and decide who you're voting for. And if you're not old enough to vote yet, you can still pretend you are and decide who you would vote for. So if you're on Twitter or you're on Facebook, drop us a line and let us know um, what's most important to you in actually narrowing it down and making that decision. And it's cool because at this point, you actually do have a decision to make. There's a lot of options and the primaries are coming up. I used to think that they just chose, when I was a little kid, I used to think they just chose, okay, here are your two options, now vote for one of them. And I thought, well, that's a bummer. What if I don't like either one? Well, this is cool because you do actually get to have a say before that point. So make sure you go out and vote in the primary in your state if you're old enough. And uh, yeah, like I said, drop us a line on Twitter at Uprise Radio or on Facebook. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash Uprise Radio. And uh, we are on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash Uprise dash radio. And uh, I hear tell we've successfully made it onto iTunes too. So make sure and look us up there. And um, pretty soon, um, or no. Oh, we already did it. We have a button on our Facebook page where you can um, sign up. Each time we podcast, you'll get an email. And I think you can. there's a link right in the email where you can click to play it. So we have a lot of different options for you to keep up with us. Twitter, Facebook, uh, go find us on SoundCloud, sign up on iTunes. Or if you prefer getting an email notification, we got that too. So you can find that button on our Facebook page. Really hoping to hear from you. Looking forward to interacting have a great night. Thanks for listening.